Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Hi there, friends. I drove back to my hometown last week to see an old friend of mine who is visiting from the West Coast. And it was really great to see him, but we both agreed that it was emotionally tough being there. We talked about the subtle difference between nostalgia and depression and how environments work on us psychically, psychologically. That town, that place is a living record of the most tender years of our lives when we were teenagers, when we had no concept of how complicated the world was, when our paths felt long and generous and possible. We were teenagers in the late 80s, early 90s when there were no cell phones, no social media, no chronic documenting of the moments of our lives just these scattered, blurry memories which seemed to jolt back to life, being in the presence of my old friend, in the context of this place where we were both young together once. After we had lunch, I went for a walk in the woods by my old house. It's a gorgeous area which was put into conservation, thankfully, so it hasn't been developed like so many other spots. It looks the way it's always looked the way it looks in my memory. The trees are just a little taller. And as I was walking there, I was thinking about this story from my childhood, which has become more like a legend over time. When I was very little, I waddled out into a snowstorm in my snowsuit and my hat and mittens to see my dad, who was in the backyard chopping wood, trying to make sure we had enough to get us through the storm. But I guess instead of going over to the pile where my dad was splitting logs, I went into the woods behind our house, which was one of my favorite places. And then when my dad came into the house a little while later and my mom asked where I was, he had no idea what she was talking about. So then they both set out frantically looking for me in the woods, which was by this time covered in snow from a storm that was getting pretty intense. I have no conscious memory of this experience, but I can see it so cinematically in my mind's eye. Me in my puffy pink parka, lying down in the snow, looking up at the pine trees as big fluffy snowflakes fell all around, the muffled sounds of my parents' voices calling out my name, the feeling of being hunted for, of being important and missing and wanted. I think these were themes of my entire childhood, the longing to feel longed for. And my parents, whom I have so few memories of ever doing things together, agreeing that I was sacred and working together to find me. When I was walking in the woods last week, just a mile or so away from the house I grew up in, where the whole lost in the woods memory took place, I was thinking about all of this and I had a revelation. I was never lost in those woods. You can't be lost from something you belong to. 
Hello friends, just a quick interruption here to make sure you know about the new library of guided meditations on my site, marywelch.com. Each meditation has been designed with positive affirmations and solfeggio frequencies, which prime the pump of your subconscious mind to open and receive new ways of thinking. Because as we know, the quality of our thoughts determines the quality of our lives. After purchasing a guided meditation, you can download it and listen in the comfort and privacy of your own space as often as you'd like. And if a la carte isn't your thing, you can also purchase a pass at a discount to gain access to the entire library. So head on over to marywelch.com and click on the meditations button to check it out if this speaks to your soul. And now we'll jump back into today's show. Lost is a concept. It comes up a lot for us as we walk the path of our lives, the path of our healing. We go through times where we don't recognize anything. Nothing feels familiar or it's not unfolding the way we expected and we feel quote unquote lost. We can't find a point of reference because we've entered into a place that's new. The old ways, even the old relationships in some cases, are breaking down. And we're standing there saying, this doesn't feel like my life. This doesn't feel right at all. We're in the woods in a snowstorm. The way is not clear. We can easily fall into panic during times like this. Or we can choose to use a different framework. It is impossible to be lost from something we belong to. So when everything has gone upside down and unrecognizable, when the changes are coming at us too fast for us to even comprehend, what do we belong to? Do we belong to ourselves, to our own souls, to a spiritual practice, to a sense of faith? in the deeper process? Do we belong to life itself? And can we trust that life is holding us even when the turbulence is intense? I don't think the opposite of feeling lost is being found. I think the opposite of lost is when we shift our thinking and realize we were never lost. We were just struggling to find clarity to recontextualize our situation we were rebooting. That lostness is really just a pause as things are recalibrating in the midst of profound changes. And if we can hold it that way in our minds and our hearts and resist the urge to become identified and victimized with this idea of I'm off my path, I'm lost, then we can stay calm and we can move through the experience skillfully. We can manifest the remedy, which is often that more clarity and more trust are needed. The older I get, the more I understand that my prayers are always answered, but sometimes I'm not praying for the right thing. I'm asking to be found or saved instead of asking to see something in a new way, to be shown the best way forward. When we ask life to show us the way, when we surrender the outcome, when we drop the need to micromanage the process, our lives become magical because we are open to receive 
we're not pathologizing ourselves with labels or declarations like, I'm lost, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm no good at this, I can't. We're dropping the reins and saying to life, here, let's trade places. You can drive and I'll sit shotgun. I think this is what Rumi was getting at when he wrote, open your hands if you want to be held. Surrender if you want to be shown. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.